Welcome to Real Talk, Real Women, Breaking the Silence Around Abuse. I am Gemma Serenity Gorokok, your host, and today we have the honor of receiving Janela. Janela is a Tantra coach and sacred intimacy educator. She is supporting men, women, and couples unlock the magic potential of their own sacred sexuality. Jalayla, it's such an honor to have you today. Thank you for being here. Oh, thank you for having me. It's an honor to be here. I'm excited. Thank you so, so much. We are very excited to get to know you. Can you please tell us a little bit about your backstory? What kind of abuse did you overcome that led you to be the wonderful woman you are today? Thank you. Yes, so I let's just say that I developed at a very young age and I was constantly getting unwanted attention from men while a lot older than me because I was very young at the time and this this sexualization of myself seemed to carry through through my teenage years and into adulthood um i i did get married i was married for 17 years um happily married for most of the part and uh we just kind of grew apart but we're still actually very good friends i i have to say i have a, a great ex-husband and so i spent 17 years out of the dating scene then i got into another relationship that was eight years long when I got it, and that was a, a little bit of an abusive relationship. He was somewhat of a narcissist. So I think at the time, my self-esteem was pretty low after getting out of that. I think eight years of, of having him, I'm not saying abuse me, but just being um, a narcissist the way he was really played on my self-esteem. So... After that relationship, I decided to get out into the dating world. I had two very long relationships. And when I got into uh, the dating world, I what I did realize was there was a, a big difference from when I was a teenager in dating as to what it is now. Online dating had started. Um, that was something that I was not familiar with. And I thought, oh, my God, this is wonderful. Wow, you know, meeting all these different men and how wonderful, you know, had going to have all these amazing relationships with these amazing men. And I thought, oh, my God, this is so wonderful. But what I didn't realize, it was a cesspool out there of really misogynistic men that, we're not really into having a relationship. It was basically they wanted sexual encounters and they were very one-sided. They were not interested in knowing me. They were not interested in getting to know me. Even when I was on the dating sites, that just, you know, when I went on dates, but even on the dating sites, I found that within a couple of 
minutes, instead of asking me about myself or wanting to know anything about myself, that it was getting right into some sexual in innuendos, um, talking about, about my body, talking about what uh, they wanted to do on dates. It was, I, I, it was very surprising to me. I was not, I did not understand it. It was a world I did not understand. I didn't, uh, I, I didn't, couldn't really handle it. I kind of gave in. I, I just kind of gave in to the thought that, well, maybe that's all there is, you know, maybe that's what I, you know, is going to be happening for the rest of my life. But I found out that it was something that inside of me really wasn't resonating. I just, I just couldn't do it. <laughs> Excuse me. <clears throat> Think I'm getting a cold. Oh, let's talk, Marie. Thank you for sharing all of that. It's so, so but valuable because you are really relating to all those people who don't understand that other people on the dating scene are are here for other reasons, mm -hmm. like superficial reasons, or, yeah. or, or, or quick fix, like quick sex encounters and done. And it's not the case of everyone, right? Right. Totally. Yeah. So how did you approach? So once you decide that, well, maybe this is going to be the rest of my life, but that is not satisfying as a thought, right? No, it definitely wasn't satisfying. It wasn't me. It wasn't what I wanted. I'm a relationship type of person. I want to have something that's not superficial. I want to have something that's loving and open and vulnerable and, and beautiful. That's, that's what I'm looking for. That's what I was, that's, <laughs> All right. I'm using my hands too much. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> it doesn't matter. It's not good. Phone work? <laughs> yes, it does. Yes, it does. Okay, good. <laughs> I'll keep my hands down. <laughs> All right. So, understanding that this is not satisfying, you move on to discovering Tantra. Yes. Right? Yes. So what is Tantra for those who have barely heard of that or imagine totally wrong about that? Okay, so Tantra is actually weaving spirituality and sensuality together so that there is a more intimate experience. It is more open and loving and respectful. That's one thing that Tantra promotes respect. Tantra promotes boundaries and consent. Those are very, very important. When, when people are training for Tantra, they're learning about it, the training about it. Boundaries and consent are major in what they are learning. They're learning to open their hearts. They're, they're learning how to, the men are learning how to 
use part of their their feminine side so that they open their hearts because we we both we both women and men have masculine and feminine energies in them but men that are really into the um let's say uh patriarchal is is a good word to use into the patriarchal way of life they're deep into their masculine and they're not allowing themselves to get into the feminine and in some cases it's what they've learned they've learned that from their fathers and their grandfathers and you know all their ancestors that you have to be manly you can't cry you can't show emotions you can't express love you can't do all these things that would make you a wonderful partner in a relationship so we have to unlearn that and we unlearn that through tantra explains it a lot so tantra is a balancing of feminine and masculine energy in relationships yes so this is why it's beautiful and indeed all the spirituality of the the spiritual union mm-hmm. yeah true of your yeah. heart so um a man needs to be more in his ma- in his feminine for a woman to feel safe if he's very misogynistic then women don't feel safe and they won't open up themselves sexually to a man it's it's like a polarity it's a polarity it totally is i have had this experience because i have been for 15 years in abusive relationships and after that i encountered the most beautiful relationship of my life and discovering how complete, safe we can open up, we can discover layers that were completely unknown before, mm-hmm. right? And that has been one of the biggest discovery of my most traumatic life. Let's put it that yes. way. <laughs> so I fully understand what you share by by my own experience, right. how that can be. Yeah. If you don't have the trauma, if you don't have the sexual trauma, all those things that women are subject to, if you don't have that, you're able to be yourself, to open up, to be happy to not be guarded, and to be able to have a reciprocal relationship. It's its wonderful. Definitely is. It definitely is. So, actually, learning Tantra has been a big shift in your life. Yes, very much so. I started going to women's, women's groups, just kind of learning about women and the way they feel and how they feel about Tantra and how it has changed their lives. 
And I've heard many stories from women from, you know, the ages of 20 to the ages of 80 sharing stories about their sexual trauma. It happens so often. I, I think in my whole lifetime, talking to women about sex, I've probably met maybe three people that have said to me, oh, I've never had any, you know, sexual trauma in my life. Out of, out of all the people that I have met in my life, I, I can count on one hand the number of women that have said, no, I've never had sexual trauma. And it's, and it's getting worse as um, for the younger ones now because of the porn industry. Because porn is so prevalent, the boys are watching it so young their ideas of what sex and love and relationships are are very misguided. And so the girls, they're watching it too, and they're misguided. And if it's it's almost like the same thing as as me when I was first started going into the online dating. You don't want to do it. You don't want to be part of that life. But then, you want, you know, they want the boys to like them. They feel that, oh, that's what they have to do, right? So it's it's really important. Um, well, I'm I'm on a anti-porn campaign, so <laughs> but it's it's important for the young ones to to understand that and um go through to have wonderful, beautiful relationships and learn what that's all about. Yes, because it's also essential and important. I remember during my teenage years before the internet, mm-hmm. I remember looking at magazines to discover all shape and forms of bodies to figure out, okay, so how shall I be? And I remember one of my sisters telling me, you have to wear skinny pants to show the men what you are worth. And oh. I went there. <laughs> really? Stand about mm-hmm. It sounded so wrong when I heard that. And I think that five or eight years later, I confronted her with that specific sentence. She said, and she was still standing by it. I was there. Really? It is never and will never be about the envelope body. It Mm -hmm. is actually about the energy, the spirituality, the soul, the character, the personality, the combination of both, the co-creation that can happen. Oh, for sure. This is what it is about. Not about what size or anything like that. Feel him. And we are all the ideal of someone. Who is that? <laughs> Whoever yeah. we are, we are the ideal person of someone. Right. Right. Yeah, that's exactly what happens. I mean, we we are bombarded with all this marketing of what we should look like, what we should be like, how sexy we should be, how pure we should be like. It's like so much marketing trying to mold us into a certain 
certain type of, of, of person. And it's it's really not like that. It should not be like that. Definitely not. So tell us a little bit more about your business. Now that you have overcome that, you have mastered all the tantra part of the sexuality, the, the sacred intimacy. That's, I, I love those words because this is right. This sounds right. It is. So it is, yeah. you have at least four very specific, um, I would say, strings that you can pull at the right time to help people. So can you tell us a little bit about all of this? Okay, so I help women and a lot of women, like I was mentioning, have, has, have had sexual trauma. So in Tantra, we learn uh, about self-esteem. A lot is about self-esteem, uh, power, empowering ourselves, boundaries and consent. Again, the women are taught, we're not taught boundaries and consent as, as children. We're taught to just be quiet and, and just, you know, don't assert ourselves. So boundaries and consent is extremely important. So as women, we're, we're learning that through Tantra. And I have a, um, a program that I do once a month. It's called Sexual Intelligence for Women. And it's a it's seminar, it's classes, and they're online. And I teach I teach women about uh, empowering themselves. Um, I also work with men, so a lot of men, um, you know, unfortunately, they have not been taught um, how to be a man, how to be a real man, and the older ones are dealing a lot with that. And the younger ones, like I said, it's dealing a lot with porn. So it's trying to teach them to open their hearts. The sexual energy is very potent energy. And if it's kind of stuck in the root chakra and it doesn't move, it makes them, uh, it, it just changes the, the type of, of men that they are. It needs to come up and especially to register into the heart chakra. When the sexual energy moves into the heart chakra, then the men open their hearts. They are vulnerable. They are willing to have recipro reciprocity in what they in what they do when they're they're making love. It's it's it, it makes it so beautiful. And again, the woman feels safe. Um, I deal with couples. There's a lot of couples that have been having problems, uh, especially a lot since COVID. And they're really very, very busy. They don't take the time out for themselves. They don't take the time out for their partner. And then it just becomes like a, you know, brother-sister type relationship. It's getting them back into the reason that they had a relationship with this person in the first place, the reason that they lived with them, why they married them, so that they really appreciate each other. So it's getting couples back into that. And then, of course, I deal with porn addiction too. Uh, I have had so many young men that have been 
having real hard time relating to women, relating to themselves, and finding that they just don't understand how to um, how to relate to having a sexual relationship and a and a regular relationship with women. They're having a lot of problems and they're really realizing that the destruction that the porn industry has caused on their their mentality, on their body, on their soul. So those yeah, those are the things that I I deal with in my tantra business. That's that's fascinating. And I'm and I'm so grateful that you chose to go into that niche because I'm sure you have a flood of clients because it really touches one of the deepest and most prevalent part of our life. Mm -hmm. Because every time someone is not balanced sexually and in their relationships with themselves and then with others. So it's, it really goes all together. It's all one. But when we can heal what has been taught wrong, what has been learned wrong, and really recognize it was wrong, it was not serving, it was, there was another uh, intention behind. And when we are kids growing up, we take everything at face value. There is no features. There is no right or wrong. Whatever you hear is true. Whatever, whoever tells you something, it's written black and white. That means that it is true. Yeah, it is. You know that you can print out anything? <laughs> no, it may not be. No, it may not be. Yeah. Well, kids as young as 12 are, are watching porn sometimes as young as nine if they if they have cell phones guaranteed they are looking at porn uh, maybe not so much the girls but definitely the boys and, and in some cases too uh, they're being targeted by the porn industry they may google in something that is what they think is just i don't know you know something regular that they're looking they're, they're looking for and you know porn will will come up for them to 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 watch so yes the porn industry really needs regulations and honestly it's by far not enough to ask the person who is watching are you 18 or older yeah yeah i am and the person <laughs> is eight or ten or twenty. <laughs> nope yeah. no 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 i'm not <laughs> Yeah, like really asking children to recognize they are children when they are so curious to see. Okay, so how is it on the adult world? Yes. Yeah, if you don't want to know, you may discover in your own time. Uh -huh. yeah. They need. They need to. They need to be children. They don't need to be watching something that is a superficial act. Man. Yes, I have so much gratitude that you are, you have decided to teach 
all the age of all the period of time of men and women and couple and probably everything in between <laughs> that's <laughs> that's really sexual encounter can be the most sacred beautiful intimacy and bring so much creation energy because at the end of the day sexual energy is a creation energy yes we create peace we create little human beings exactly if we can do that we can do so much more oh for sure yes so Definitely. when we harness that sexual energy into the creation into our imagination into our heart into our throat into the words into our life globally spiritually yeah. nothing can stop us oh for sure definitely yeah i totally agree Jalela, it is such an honor a pleasure it treats to have you here today thank you so so much Thank you for having me. I appreciate that. So we have in the description of this episode all your links up to date. And if you update them in the future, please let me know. We keep them up to date throughout years to come. Great. All right. Okay. okay. Amazing. So thank you again. And we look forward to hearing from you again. Thank yes. You. Thank you. I appreciate it.